0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this podcast. I'm Nikki McCaig, and you are listening to The Lonely Freelancer. In this week's episode of The Lonely Freelancer, I'm going to be talking about how to create a gender equal workplace in 2021. Before I start this week's episode, however, I would like to make a note. When discussing gender in the following post, I'll be referencing the gender each individual identifies themselves as in your workspace. As a given, all employees should feel free to explore their gender identity and to be respected for the gender they identify as. As a woman who has worked in several offices over the years, I've experienced my fair share of discriminatory office behavior. From sexual comments and inappropriate assumptions to degrading task assignments and straightforward bullying, my career has been littered with these frustrating and harmful judgments based on little more than the protrusions on my chest and what lies between my legs. It's an exhaustive cycle that seems to run through so many supposedly woke and progressive industries. And even in 2021, the age of acceptance and gender neutrality, instances of microaggressions and discrimination are still being reported to this day. So what's the solution? Hail the rise of the girl boss and install a matriarchal regime in which men fall by the wayside? Not quite. The aim of a gender equal workplace should always be to make every employee feel welcome, respected and valued, regardless of their gender or any other protected characteristics they may have. Your workers should feel like they will be listened to in the same manner as their gender counterpart, and that their requests will be taken on board and understood. But it's important to note that gender equal does not mean the same as gender neutral. Where gender neutral refers to a lack of gender characteristics, and a significant absence of any male, female, or non-binary features presented, gender equal describes a circumstance in which all genders are acknowledged and yet treated exactly the same. Many workplaces might strive for gender neutrality, believing it is the right move to make, but in reality, this can create more issues with workers and employees. In this week's episode, I want to explore exactly what a gender equal workplace could look like and how your workplace can start making those vital shifts towards a more balanced and respectful working culture. Listen to what your employees need. One of the problems many people have with the gender neutral ideology is that different genders will biologically have different needs and requirements. Female employees, for example in a gender-neutral workplace, would not be able to access sanitary products during menstruation or take adequate maternity leave during pregnancy. As these are products that aren't accessible or useful to men, this would not fall under the gender-neutral requirements. However, in a gender-equal workplace, whilst unisex bathrooms might be a good idea, leaving baskets of sanitary products behind the stool door or in an easy-to-reach cupboard is a better way of allowing female workers to feel comfortable at work. Creating equal maternity and paternity leaves is another useful gender equal policy to enforce, removing the idea that women must take greater care of children for a longer amount of time than men. Speak to your employees about ways that they can feel more valued, appreciated and comfortable at work and respond to it in a way that meets their needs appropriately. Take the time to hear what lies beneath the complaints of too much football banter and overly emotional employees and get to the bottom of the problem. Ask for their suggestions about ways to make the workplace feel more accessible to everyone, whether it's changing up a seating plan, adding in some new furniture, improving bathroom facilities. Often even the smallest possible changes can help to make a difference to the attitudes of your workforce. Stop making assumptions of gender-based tasks. In 2017, I worked in an office where the female employees were often given the most demeaning tasks, irrespective of their job role. As a marketing executive, I was told to answer the phones, make coffee for visitors, shop for new furniture, buy the milk, pretend to be a PA, organize cleaning rotors and plan Christmas parties. My male counterparts were not. They were instead given the tasks of assembling furniture, setting up fantasy sports teams and maintaining our tech equipment. These small tasks might not seem like much on an individual basis, but over time they slowly build up into a much bigger problem of automatic unconscious bias that can feel uncomfortable for the employees affected. Whilst these jobs and tasks do need to be completed, it's important to evenly delegate them between all employees, not just those whose gender you might deem the most appropriate for it. Ask for volunteers to lift heavy items rather than just picking the first four male employees you see. Offer jobs and tasks up and allow the employees to decide for themselves who should complete them. Most importantly, create spaces in which no one gender is taking on the lion's share of any task, whilst everyone else gets to sit at their desk in silence. Create an open space to talk. Regardless of the gender of management, it's important to create a workplace in which complaints can be shared, addressed and resolved in an equal manner. Understand that problems surrounding personal issues, colleague friction, interpersonal relationships and work-based disputes will happen and the best thing you can do is treat every member of your team exactly the same. Be open, honest and respectful about the complaints that come through your door. Take reports seriously and be authentic in the way you handle them. Many women, for example, won't feel comfortable reporting incidents of sexism to a male manager. Change that. Make yourself into a person that anyone will feel comfortable sharing their problems with and identify yourself as a manager who can make change happen. By actively responding to complaints of sexism, gender discrimination and bias, and by correcting both your own behavior and that of those around you to become more gender equal, your employees are much likely to respect you as a boss. Re-educate yourself on micro and macro gender bias. It should be formally stated, Gender really does have no business in the workplace, yet so much of the time it does. Often it can be found in larger, more definitive statements that can be easily addressed. Sexual harassment in the workplace, cat and wolf whistling, making comments about hormonal women, requesting to know if women are on their period. These matters are, or should be, simple to discipline and handle. However, it's often the smaller infractions that many of us fail to spot the first time around. Opening a door for a woman, yet letting a man open it himself. Forcibly taking heavy items from women, despite the fact they haven't asked you to. Talking to a man about football and a woman about makeup with no prior knowledge that either of them like these topics. Over explaining simple concepts to female employees and under explaining them to male employees. The Gender Agenda recently released a study into the different ways employees and managers will communicate with each other based on their gender. It's a great read and a fascinating insight into these small, almost undetectable instances of gender bias happening within the workplace. The report finds, for example, that women will often receive a more formal greeting than men in workspaces, where men will receive a casual, hey guys, women will be greeted with, hello both. This tiny shift in communication can make female employees feel excluded and detached from the larger team, creating an unconscious divide between colleagues. Many of the instances listed in the study are also useful to note and to look at when examining your own communications within the team identifying whether you speak to your male and female colleagues differently. Audit your existing workplace policies. No good will ever come from pretending you've done no wrong. Over the years, time has changed us all, and we've all had to go through a steep learning curve when it comes to politically correcting our behaviours. There's no shame in admitting we got things wrong, and we made some discriminatory jokes, comments or criticisms before we knew any better. It's a sign of progress and self-improvement that we should all be proud of. Which is why it's vital to start auditing the policies, behaviours and attitudes you already have in place in your workspace now, evaluating them and changing them before they become a problem. Perhaps there's an employee who you know likes to tell blonde jokes and has done since they were hired 10 years ago. Now is the time to tell them to stop. Perhaps there's a policy preventing women from taking sick days for menstruation. Now is the time to change it. Perhaps your office has been inadvertently catered towards women for the past few years and it's been making the male employees feel comfortable. Now is the time to do something about it. Whether it means seeing for the first time that your management team is a collection of straight white middle-aged men, or going through some old accounts and noticing a significant pay gap between male and female employees, it's never too late to look over your company with fresh, unbiased eyes. As everyone slowly trickles back into their workplaces after the pandemic, it feels like the right time to start making plans to be better this year, to start working towards gender equality in every part of your business. Creating a gender equal workplace doesn't have to come at a huge cost to your team, but it might create a little friction at first while your employees get used to it. So be prepared for any small pushbacks and stand your ground on your new and improved policies. It's worth it. If you have any questions about gender equal working spaces, or you want more tips to how to make your workplace feel more inclusive, feel free to drop me an email at hello at I specialize in inclusive marketing services, so I just might be able to help. Thank you so much for listening and stay safe out there. And if you are going back to work, make sure to think about your gender equal policies before you do. Thanks, bye.